Welcome to This Show Is Not About Menopause. Because menopause is one day, and that would be a pretty short show. No, we are talking about all things women's health, every day before menopause and every day after. And that includes our topic for today, which is sexual health. I want to dive right in by introducing you to Cass and Leah from Intimate Wellbeing. Welcome to the show, you guys. Hi. Thanks for having us, Shirley. (laughs) I'm so glad you're here. And I wanted you on screen for this because I want to make sure that we can see and hear your reaction. So I'm going to go out on a limb and make a prediction. Are you ready? We have to hear this. Yes. This is my prediction for 2024 and every year after. We are about to have a lot of sex. Sometimes, sometimes, even with a partner. (laughs) <laughs> perfect perfect <laughs> you know you know you know that i love that line um it actually originated at a world menopause day event in i think it was 2017 so i would have been 50 and i was invited to edmonton to this world menopause day event and there was a game show and the contestants had to like you know say true or false to whatever myth or misconception there was around menopause and so i and then i was the judge i had to like say whether they got it right or not and so you know the organizer said there is no sex after menopause and then the contestants weighed in true or false whatever they said i don't remember and all of a sudden this just popped into my head and i was like oh actually there is a lot of sex after menopause, sometimes even with a partner. <laughs> and I just blurted that out. And then I was like, oh, I guess I'm, you know, because I was truth telling. It was kind of my own journey. I had recently turned 50 and I was like, oh, there's like a whole other life for me. So I'm telling you that story today. I know that you guys are both a little bit younger than I am, maybe a lot younger than I am. But I want to start out by, you know, having you share how you got here. How did you get to this place of advocating for women's midlife sexual health? We both turned 50. Yeah. <laughs> right? For sure. For sure. That was a big momentum for us. I think we both thought it's time to do something fun and it's time to, you know, get other women involved in having the fun that we want to have. Um, I'll let Leah go on how how we started the business and why we started the business. Yeah, tell us. Uh, Yeah, the Coles Notes. um, It took uh, myself two marriages and turning 47 and uh, being in Vancouver, um, trying to figure out who the hell I was and what was missing and and what I wanted from life in this next chapter of my life. And one evening I was sitting in an Airbnb listening to a podcast and was talking about pleasure and, and all of a sudden I had this aha moment like what the hell i missed some memo along the way and i'm sure if you ask both my husbands there was probably a bitchy component to the aspect of my character (laughs) um am i allowed to say that however of course it my aha moment was um in the true patriarchal form of of experiencing joy and pleasure I had always left it to the man in my life to either show me pleasure or bring me pleasure or whatever. 
uh, but I had not taken my own personal sexual well-being seriously. I never made it a priority. Hell, I had never even bought a vibrator. The nice. next day, I drove up and down Camby. I saw this sex store, and I was like, oh, my God, at 47, now, do I really have the courage to go in here? And I went in there. First of all, I walked by, and I saw that there was lingerie in the window, and I thought, okay, I, this is safe. I can go in and pretend I'm looking at lingerie. I get in there. And there's a few people in there. I'm like, oh shit, I have, I'm waiting till the, the store clears. So the store cleared and I went up to the woman. And I said, here I am, 47. I don't know what the hell I need, but I need something. Can you help me through this process? <laughs> and yes, I bought my first sex toy that day. And that really was the impetus to where we've evolved now. I mean, there's a, a lot more of the story to tell, but it was being so intimidated by the process, yeah. knowing I needed more, not knowing exactly what I needed, but the last four years and through the development of intimate well-being with Cass, we've helped fill in those blanks and take that experience of being intimidated and and not knowing to taking everything that we've learned and seen and been um, presented with and being a conduit to our community. Yeah, we really wanted to create because, I mean, for us, the shopping experience wasn't great. So I think that was a big momentum for us in that there was nowhere kind. There was nowhere not intimidating. There was nowhere that wasn't raunchy for women, I think, of our age bracket to shop. So uh, we couldn't find it. So we built our own. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. And, you know, online shopping, the Internet didn't solve those intimidating, challenging factors for us. In fact, it just made it, in some ways, more raunchy, harder. more confusing, harder to make a decision. I couldn't even imagine how many abandoned carts there must be uh, before intimate well-being came along. Because I think, you know, one of the things that you've done is you've inserted, injected this education component for women who are feeling curious but confused tell us about the education and community that you've built already and you only just passed your one-year anniversary too which we should say is amazing wow. <laughs> yeah i mean when we started we the two of us really just thought you know what we're just going to sell sex toys because to us that was already filling kind of a gap so we thought that'll be it and we'll do well because it's going to be a nice we couldn't find a nice site so if we have a nice site of course we're going to sell a lot but then we just kept getting these questions from women. We kept getting more um, curiosity coming. And so that's when we really decided that we were going to do these seminars. And then that's when we decided to put our face to it. Like we weren't going to put our face on this at all. It wasn't until we were a couple months too, in that we too went. Late. <laughs> too late. And, wow. and you know what? I think that's why as soon as we put our faces on, as soon as we started the community, it just changed everything because women felt seen. They felt heard. If these two are putting their sites to a or their faces to a vibrator site, then, you know, I can order a vibrator. And I think it helps build some trust because we're talking about what vibrators we like. We're saying what we don't like. We are really trying to be a, a conduit for women to know that it's okay to buy a vibrator and don't be shy. But if you are shy, our site is very discreet. <laughs> yeah. Well, and to speak to not only is it okay, but is it's actually very good for your sexual well-being and your overall health. I mean, let's face it, um, orgasms and not just the orgasms, but the whole entire um, 
making yourself a priority, making your sexual well-being a priority. Let's face it, it helps elevate the mood. It helps uh, enhance your sleep. It helps reduce certain blood pressure. Uh, exactly, blood, blood pressure. Get and rid of a migraine. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's so many positive aspects to your overall health. Uh, by making this a priority, uh, one of our, our favorite lines is, an orgasm a day is better than an apple. Right on. True. Right on. True. You know, I, 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 I preach the sexual health is health mantra a lot, but I want to back up to the beginning because mm-hmm. I, predict, I predicted that women are going to be having a lot of sex. And I need to clarify that when I say that word... I am not referring to penis and vagina, which is often the interpretation that our society attaches to. And even the medical, certainly marketers and media use it that way, but even the medical community can use the word and it's out of context or out of connotation. So um, sexual health is health and we mean penetration or no penetration. We mean partner or no partner. Um, But I hope that the word pleasure is woven into all of those activities, right? Right. Right on our website. I mean, echoing your statement, we say we want you to have the best sex of your life with or without a partner. Um, and how that is, what that looks like, uh, just making yourself a priority and and taking, there's so many aspects I guess we could cover on. For instance, um, and, and I might be jumping ahead for you, but the whole pelvic floor yeah. aspect of life and, and what we've learned through our community and echoing cast and being the conduit. One of the little memos that we got this year is, we women our age should be having two to three orgasms a week for optimal pelvic floor health you know pleasure and sensation aside and so when you weave those components of this overall health aspect into your overall well-being there's so much to learn and so much to share and and being on on podcasts with you and and having these platforms to share our findings is is one of our missions I think it helps give women too, like having that kind of info out there and giving that stat. I think it gives a lot of people permission too, right? It's well, I'm doing it for gi- health. <laughs> you know? It's a giant permission slip, which I'm so yeah. grateful for. And you're right. It doesn't, doesn't matter how we get there as long as we get there. So if a conversation about pelvic health takes you to your community or a webinar or, you know, just learning about your anatomy and some of the proactive and reactive things that we can do at this stage in our life, that might be the conduit to pleasure, which is an excellent, excellent outcome. But, you know, so is prioritizing your pelvic health along the way. I love that. But back to conversation, Shirley. I mean, let's let's rewind here. Just even having this conversation, it's coming a lot more naturally to us. You've been in this arena for longer than we have. Uh, When we first got into this business, uh, it was about six months that went by. None of our friends knew what we were doing How is that right? (laughs) And then we had the conversation and we started telling people. And I mean, there's the gasps and there was like the oh my gosh, and there was unsubscribe, unsubscribe, or (laughs) awkward, awkward. But I will say this, there's other friends who 
I've been friends 20 years more. We sat in gymnastics bleachers. We'd gone to Broadway shows. We had um, dined together, shot together, traveled together. We never talked about sex, pelvic floor health, uh, intimacy, pleasure, or anything. And I'm telling you this, she was over and I, uh, over a glass of wine, I said, this is what I'm doing. And it was like the floodgates opened up by being vulnerable and showing the courage to even talk about it. And all of a sudden, the conversation since that evening forward up until now has shifted dramatically because we are talking about it. Absolutely. And you both have, you've both been vulnerable and you've both been courageous, uh, not just in starting your business and helping women uh, discover their pleasure, but you've also had some, shall we say, business challenges along the way. I'm thinking about, um, I know you did a lot of trade shows in your first Mm -hmm. year, uh, but I really want to hear the story from you about the taboo show and what we can expect going forward. I, I think it's great. I mean, I love change makers and I love talking about, you know, how we can think about things differently. So tell me about the taboo show. I mean, yeah, we showed up at the taboo show, not really knowing what to expect or what to do. So, I mean, we felt, I, I felt a little intimidated by it all. We got in there and we were definitely the vanilla cupcakes of the show. That's what we kept calling ourselves the vanilla cupcakes. I mean, sexual positivity is huge there and everyone is so comfortable so you are just like seeing a lot of things you have not seen before even for us we've it's been a in spectrum it for right <laughs> it's totally a spectrum and it was so eye-opening for us but um i think what we found is that how do we say it so it's kind <laughs> well, okay first of all it's called the taboo all about sex show mm-hmm. yeah. very much a part of our mission is to kick the taboo and the stigma to the curb so right. that was an oxymoron we were in it and we were feeling like we need to be here because we need to show that we are open to all everybody and and be part of the overall bigger arena however we still felt like there was this component that wasn't in alignment with our messaging. And so we approached the directors and said, how can we work together? Because quite frankly, at this point, we are maybe exploring doing a different trade show in and around the same dates, same places as you, to welcome more of the people who want to learn more, discover more, and experience a sex show, but maybe maybe aren't quite there yet. Like It's a lot. It was a lot for us. I mean, we went to two now, so I think we are, we are. Seasoned, we're seasoned, <laughs> but I think coming in to a show that maybe is a bit more soft will be be nice for a lot of our people. So yeah, what's it called, Leah? <laughs> it is the Intimate Wellbeing Expo at the Taboo All About Sex Show, and what that does it gives us a decidedly different space within the show that is maybe a little intimate a little less intimidating that people when they make the choice to buy the tickets to go to the show if they want to go explore absolutely everything absolutely you're welcome to but if you feel that i want to discover more by way of intimacy coach pelvic floor uh health um menopause chicks um sexual wellness sexual wellness yeah without having to maybe go to the whole entire um yeah it's, uh, <laughs> it's a lot 
they're such nice guys and they are so happy we're coming in. I think it's going to be a really good partnership. I think they can bring stuff to us that we couldn't bring to, to it. And what we can bring is just going to be a really nice, I think, synthetic kind of. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I love that everyone that comes to this as a business or a vocation or as an advocate, it's all with good intentions. And Mm -hmm. I just wanted to applaud you because you're actually, you know, you're helping to change definitions, you're helping to break down those barriers. I think that there will be more attendees who will learn about intimate well-being and learn about pelvic and sexual health, but there will also be the traditional attendee from the taboo Mm -hmm. show who will like have some crossover new information and education so um that's really exciting i mean i get really excited anytime we're talking about changing the conversation so congratulations yeah it'll be really good because there's going to be seminars so we're going to have a quieter space than last year so we can have seminars with our speakers come so i think that can be a good part of the education but last year it was quite i mean it's a fun place so there's music and there's lights and there's darkness and there's flashing everything so i think just having a quieter spot where someone can come listen to you know pelvic floor health and how to have two orgasms a week (laughs) and it is it's an opportunity for other um professionals in this space who would not otherwise consider having a booth right at the taboo show because it is not in alignment with their messaging but if this is now more of a, a safe zone where they feel more comfortable uh, being present. It is a win-win. It's a mutually beneficial um, project for everybody, the attendees, the vendors, for us, and for the fine folks over at Taboo. Yeah, yeah and we'd absolutely. Like to see our avatar. I think we'd like to see more women our age there. I mean, there's a few, but I would say that the it's probably a younger generation that goes to the Taboo then. So hopefully we get a few more women in their 50s coming by themselves. 100%. So you mentioned customer avatar. Help everyone understand, you know, what is different uh, for a woman in midlife when she's shopping for intimate products, sex toys, lubricants, vaginal moisturizers? What makes it different when we're talking to this audience? I think by this age and stage in life, one of our, another lines of ours is you're either shy, dry, or bored. <laughs> <laughs> And if you're not in the above, we still have something for you. And you have solutions for all of those. (laughs) We do. And that that is the avatar that we've really uh, curated this around. For sure. Um, Yeah, I mean, we've, because we are midlife women, it feels really easy to focus on the midlife women. Yeah. And make some really fun collaborations with other midlife women. So yes, we do have a whole section all about how to the midlife women, the best toys for midlife women, the best lubes for midlife women, the best moisturizers for midlife women. Um, so it is very much, we are focused on that. Um, Leah has her very nice uh, tagline about what kind of toys we do carry. Mm. Because in, I, I like to say in the, the, the world of sexual toys and lotions and potions and, and everything, um, there's everything from the Kia to the Bugatti. And so we've taken, we've, we've taken all of this time to really uh, investigate, explore, do a little bit of research and development ourselves and narrow down the um, lines of products that we feel are basically the Mercedes up to the Bugatti. So high quality 
body safe, body safe silicone. Um, um, yeah. yeah. Healthy, like organic as much as possible. Um, and the gap that you're helping us to fill as we shop for toys is, I mean, so much of what we're doing in our day-to-day -day lives ends up being a state of overwhelm right? So it doesn't matter whether you're going online to order groceries or you're going online to order sex toys. Inevitably, I end up feeling overwhelmed. And so what I love is to sort of have that curated, um, you know, these are, you know, a short list of maybe start here and then yeah. you don't have to stop at just one. <laughs> no, you don't. Never stop you at can one. keep going. <laughs> it's funny you say that we, we've curated it with the vision in mind that when it's the women our age predominantly who are on their couch, the kids have gone to bed or, or whatever their situation is, it's about eight o'clock at night. We visualize that they probably have a glass of wine in hand and we really want to make this a very comfortable, elevated, and as you say, easy to choose from collection. I mean, there's our favorites. There's even your favorites as, as you have um, on, on your page of the site, but really to, to whittle our way through, find the two or three best of say the couples vibrators or the clip vibrators or whatever category we've really tried to help hold our our customer's hand say here consider this consider that but not be overwhelmed yeah okay so what let's do some practical tips then what are your top tips for how you would shop for your first sex toy or perhaps a new sex toy we always i i think i lead them to um if you've never had a sex toy before i would go for the external to start like a clitoral vibrator to me okay. seems the best place to start what's the stat on um clitoral stimulation it's like 80 percent of women only have can or orgasm through clitoral stimulation like penetration doesn't work for most of us so start with right. a clitoral vibrator i would say that's where i would lead them mostly um if they're very shy, I would say a discreet little bullet, maybe the first place to start. You can still use that for external stimulation and it's quiet and you, you know, your husband won't know you're even using it or your neighbor won't hear you're using it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Oh, oh there goes good. the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I was just listening to a lady talk about how she had taken people on a tour through her house and she went into her bedroom and she must have cleaned up and moved her nightstand really quickly. So the nightstand was vibrating. She's like, oh, they must be doing work next door. <laughs> <laughs> but if they are seasoned, Leah, <laughs> because now at 51, I'm seasoned. You're still seasoned. <laughs> well, it depends. I mean, of course, now through the research and development, we have a lot in our personal collections. Um, but definitely to take into consideration something that's easy to travel with if you're on the road mm. on the go and and uh you know it should make your toys maybe should not always just sit inside the top drawer of your bedside uh and so um you know to have have them compact and and ready to roll with you um and then to to take your your experience a whole new level. I mean, there's the whole, uh, yes, there, we've got all of the, the personal satisfaction vibrators, but the couple's vibrators. Right. I really think that um, there is still the stigma and the taboo by a lot of couples and individuals that, you know, having a sex toy in the bedroom 
uh, during penetrative or or foreplay or whatever can be intimidating for some or there's shame in in uh, using them together. And so I think, I mean, I'm getting a, a farther ahead of myself because you asked about, you know, what you should consider in the beginning. But I think at any point yeah. along your journey, if you can take to elevate your own personal pleasure level and and not just stop at, okay, I've got a vibrator, so I'm, I'm good. No, there, explore the other parts. Ironically, the, the couple's vibrator that I swear by is the chorus and with or without a partner. I love that little pleasure treasure. <laughs> <laughs> and it travels um, really well. It's like, you know, yeah, very, it very well small. and it's quiet and, and yeah, it's my, definitely my go-to. Yeah, I mean, Amazing. We like to, yeah, we talk about too that um, Dr. Karen Klein told us this metaphor and it's basically when, you know, we're trying to get a toy into the bedroom, like you don't want to eat sushi every day so why would you want to have the same snacks every day right. so why not add something fun you know yeah expand the menu expand the menu expand okay the menu. so i happen to know that uh members of the menopause chicks community are your customers because uh, they will let me know send me dms but i'd love to know what you're hearing from your customers what do they say after the purchase after the trial and the <laughs> r&d if you will uh, we do have a um, an app called Judge Me. So we will. Ooh. It sends out automatically two weeks after they get a purchase. It does send out a um, ask if they would like to review it, and then that will go up on our site. So I think oh. we do find it a little bit harder because I think that age group maybe is a little bit shyer. They don't want their name on there, so we'll get a lot of instead of using that app. I get a lot of because I'm the the customer service email so right. i'll get a lot of emails to me saying please don't use my name but this is what i thought of this you know but um i'd say the most reviews that we're getting actually are thank you for being a canada women-owned uh, company i feel seen i feel like i can trust you um thank you for one of them was like thank you for changing my life a lot yeah. of getting a women in this age group who've just gone through a divorce or they've yes. become a widow or they've had a big change. So a lot of them are just starting out in this kind of exploring their own body kind of scenario. So that's, I think, our biggest reviews and biggest feedback is from that group of women saying, you know, this is where I am and I've never thought about it like this before. And thank you for making me think about my own personal pleasure a lot more. I love it. I love the women-led part. I love the Canadian part. I love the education part. Um, and we do like to do business with those folks that we know, like, and trust. And I think that that is the element that you bring to this space is that permission slip, as we alluded to earlier. But um, yeah. and also just a reminder that it's never too early and it's never too late which I love when that light bulb goes off. It's like, oh, you mean I can still? Yeah, absolutely you can. It's never, never too There's late to put your own set. name at the top of the to-do list. There's not a sexpiry date. Um, one right, sexpiry. Yeah, I love it. Expiry. Uh, one of our clients, 82 years old. And nice. Sweet letter. And, and I mean, she took the time to write an old-fashioned three-paragraph letter and and it's 
it's inspiring to know that here we are at 50 and I'm just so excited. That 30 more years? I know. <laughs> I've had four years of this, but here she is at 82 and she's saying what a difference we've made because of the customer service aspect. It makes such, it, it really uh, brightens our heart to know that we resonate with a lot of women um, yeah. in this past year to hear these stories, to know that through our vulnerability and through our findings, we are helping others to to find their joy, and um, it's yeah, you know, it's it's inspiring. Yeah, and I mean, thank you to her. Thank you to her <laughs> for normalizing this conversation too about joy. So we have to talk about products. Joy we do, is a we great do. segue. Um, <laughs> tell me about what you want everyone to know about lubricants moisturizers and the difference what you put in your vagina or on your vulva should be as clean as what you put in your mouth yes. <laughs> and like we said we did a lot of curating when we were doing our site so we were very careful about what we we're putting on there and as we were doing so we did notice that the new selection is small right it's, that has good stuff in it so, i mean there are some good ones out there but there's not enough we yes. we wanted to create something. We made our own. There we go. Okay. There we go. We wanted to create something that uh, we'd feel comfortable using. Something that was elevated. Uh, let's face it. There is a whole spectrum of lubes right. out there. Uh, if I do say so myself, I think it's a pretty sexy bottle that belongs on every bedside table. Absolutely. Um, uh, Myron glass from the Netherlands, so it keeps all of the harmful rays out. That's a good rays in. But uh, my my punchline at the trade show is: this is the best Sam water-based lube you're ever going to find, <laughs> and here's why: <laughs> a, it's got a long-lasting silky glide. It won't stain your sheets. Mm. Uh, it's a whole host of botanicals. Traditionally, let's say burdock root has been traditionally used as an aphrodisiac. Red clover has been traditionally used. Um, for menopause and hot flashes. Yes, it's such a minute amount, but some of the um, the inspiration into what's gone in here for the midlife woman is based on some of these aspects. Right. Yes. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it has none of the bad things that you can see behind us. <laughs> no propylene, uh, no propylene, no parabens, no fragrance, no taste. Uh, no bad, no dirties. It's, no, and it's vegan and it's food grade, so you can <laughs> eat it. And it does, like, um, a lot of people think it's silicone because it does a lot of water bases don't seem to last very long. This one has a nice, long lasting widening, seems to go yeah. and go. I yeah, love and we it. Probably, yeah, thank you. We, we heard you need some more. <laughs> I do need some more. Um, I love it. And I, Really, we were talking about changing conversations earlier, and I don't want to miss the opportunity to talk about this one. You were sharing with me that at some of the trade shows, uh, women will walk up to you and say, oh, I, I don't need lube, right? I'm good. Not and so I, I'm not there yet. <laughs> and so we've it's got to hard. like... Let's draw a line in this podcast webcast that we're doing today and make sure that we set the record straight. Here's the best, our best stat that we have out there. Uh, you are 85% more likely to have an orgasm if you use lube. 
done. Like why? Excuse me, but go for it. <laughs> but there's right. a badge of honor. Yeah. Not needing lube so much time and time again, women come up to our, our booth or they'll walk by our booth. If they, if they do engage in conversation, they'll be like, Oh no, not there yet. I'm dry. I'm not dry. I'm, I'm very wet. Um, or the, <laughs> we get everything. So or, we've heard it all. Or I don't have a partner. Right. What the hell does that have to do with anything? You yeah, need right. lube. What's better than lube, Shirley? Here's a question for you. What's better than lube? Well, <laughs> nothing is better more than lube. lube. <laughs> or more lube, more lube, more lube. Okay, sorry, I missed the cue. Um, because I was yeah. thinking about this. Like, I love, Cass, I love your stat about uh, orgasms. And that could mm -hmm. be a motivator. Hopefully it is a motivator for everyone listening. But, you know, I just got thinking about this. And I was like, nobody in my whole entire life has ever said to me, oh, I fry all my food without greasing the pan first. Right. Like, I, oh, I don't need to, I don't need to use that. It's like, wait a second. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. It's a, it's a barrier to friction. <laughs> Who wants friction? It is. And let's face okay. it. Since We're not shaming. We're just trying to change the conversation no, no, and, and move it forward. A lot of women do feel a little bit. If there's a bit of female toxicity in that. I yeah. think women are saying, I don't need it. So you're making the person beside you who might need it feel bad you know what yeah. I mean so it's just yeah. a, trying to just normalize using lube you should have it it feels good <laughs> need it or not it should be a want yeah really it, yeah. it elevates sensation. I mean just rub it on your skin or on your erogenous Massage with it yeah vagina or on your vulva it can be all over during the experience with toys let's face it absolutely Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. So let's transition to toy talk. <laughs> okay. Did okay. you did you bring your favorites? We, we didn't bring our favorites, um, but I know that you may have one of these in your hand. <laughs> I do. I do. I have the I have the palm in the palm of my hand. You're taking matters into your own hand. Taking matters into <laughs> my own hand. Um, so. For those of you that are just meeting myself and Leah and Cass for the first time, you can go to each of our Instagrams. You can watch my first review of a couple of toys that they sent me. And then today you're going to ask me some questions about the dame. We are. Oh, Let's sorry, the dame, the palm from the dame. Yeah, the dame palm. The, the dame, dame palm. is one of the brands that we really do love. They are very much in alignment with what we believe. They believe that wellness and pleasure go together. And it's created by two women. And one was a, <gasps> she's, a she's an engineer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. An engineer Not, and a sex therapist came together and created all the toys. So yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I love stories of how things get created. That is amazing. I'm going to turn it on. And, and it's sexy and discreet. And that is, you know, the, the visible aspects. But maybe you can tell us a little bit more about your research and development uh, <laughs> aspects. It is sex. Okay. So first of all, I just need to start and explain to everyone that every time you ask me to do a review or if I'm interested, I feel like you're asking me to pick my favorite child, um, which is, <laughs> <laughs> which is impossible, right? So I can just uh, definitely share with you. It is discreet. It is beautiful. Um, it's exciting. I love now that you have told me that it was created by an engineer. It makes so much sense because mm -hmm. it is perfectly 
designed, not just for fitting in the palm of your hand, but also like this design, we can zoom in on it, is mm -hmm. orgasmic. <laughs> There's no other word. It's <laughs> orgasmic. That's a good Perfectly review. engineered for and the palm and... Why try to why try to create another word or another way of saying it when the truth is it's orgasmic? And how do you think of the texture? What do you think of the texture? Well, I I mean all of the products that I've been the toys that I've been using lately they all sort of have that beautiful um, high quality silicone, uh, but also the design feels like it was made especially for me. Like if you are experimenting, maybe for the first time or the first time in a long time, it's not awkward. It's like oh, this is way easier than I thought. And I can do this and I want to keep doing this. Um, yeah, for my health, right? Exactly. I think this one would be like, if you had never bought a vibrator before, I would I would throw this one at you. <laughs> yes. And then to Leah's point, um, what is more perfect for traveling than mm -hmm. something like this that fits in a beautiful velvet bag? Like, yeah. Exactly. And even if, my even if my suitcase does vibrate on the way to the airport, I don't care. <laughs> Your toothbrush. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> how do you, how did you find the intensity? Um, I have, you know, definitely with all of the toys that I've been using recently, I would say that across the board, the variety was something mm -hmm. that I wasn't even expecting. I was like, it's going to do this. And then I was always surprised at every time there's like almost something, a new experience, like another new toy. Um, when it was the same one with just different options. Which is great because sometimes you're in different moods, right? Sometimes yeah. you want it more. Sometimes you just want to relax. Yeah. And sometimes you have five <laughs> minutes and sometimes you have 50. So, you know. Exactly. <laughs> well, thank you for doing that review, Shirley. <laughs> I'm happy to. How many stars out of five would you give the Dane Palm? I'm going to give it five stars out of five. Wow. Five okay. big yellow stars. Yeah, no, I wouldn't hesitate at all to tell any of my friends or people I don't know uh, that are listening to this podcast to go and give it a try because I don't think that you will be disappointed. Five orgasmic stars. I think it'll make you feel <laughs> amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I could talk to you all day. I am uh I just want to wrap up by taking this opportunity to thank you for supporting the work that we do at Menopause Chicks. It means so much to have quality education, to see a new community evolving around sexual health and sexual health in women's uh midlife journey. So kudos, congratulations. Keep up the great work. Um, and I hope that maybe you'll come back and do this again with me sometime. We, would, we love. would love to. And Shirley, thank you so much for being part of our community. It really means a lot to us. Um, I know that you have this platform and you have a voice that reaches far and wide around this globe. And so it is a tremendous honor to be included here and that you have um, helped elevate our uh, exposure to the midlife avatar out there. 
Um, and so thank you very much for being part of our community. We should highlight that we do have a community section on our website. And for those of you who have not followed us, please, we welcome you to come and explore our community and you can uh, click all the links to all of Shirley's stuff from our, from our page. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, this community, all everyone in this industry, I think has just been so welcoming. We were just astonished when we started a year ago about how welcoming and how giving everyone in the community is like people like you who were just like okay i'll do a podcast with you <laughs> thanks <Shirley. laughs> yeah no absolutely and we're gonna do really good things together so keep up the yeah. great work thanks for doing this today thank you thanks Shirley. take care take care take care thank you so much for tuning in today I know you have many options for where you spend your time, so I am grateful you chose this show. And if you enjoyed this particular episode, please subscribe, like, do all the things. Follow me on social media at Menopause Chicks. Follow Intimate Wellbeing at, at Intimate Wellbeing. And once again, I would like to thank all the people who support this show and share my mission for women's health. Vichy Laboratoire, Ferapro, Feel Amazing Vulva and Vaginal Moisturizer, and my guest today, Intimate Wellbeing. You can learn more in the show notes. Plus, a big shout out to the team here at Oh Boy Productions. And remember, someone you know needs this information. Maybe it's you, maybe it's someone you love. So thank you for sharing and see you next week on This Show Is Not About Menopause. Wellbeing, founded by Cass and Leah, is elevating the conversation around women's sexual health. And I am so grateful they have invited me along for the ride. Sexual health is health. And Cass and Leah have taught me that embracing my joy is a key part of a healthy midlife. Speaking of joy, they are the founders of my new favorite personal lubricant, Okanagan Joy. Together, we've reviewed the best sex toys for midlife, hosted information sessions for their community and mine, and fostered a new generation of confident women living their best midlife and beyond. Learn more at intimatewellbeing.com and be sure to click on Menopause Chicks Picks.